Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the show. Thanks so, so much for tuning in today. Before we get started with this podcast episode, I just wanted to tell you that I am allergic to pollen. Or, yeah, do you say pollen? I, I don't know. I don't know. Struggles. And that's why my voice is really nasal. Nasal, do you say that? <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, it sounds a bit weird, but, yeah, well... I'm just I'm just a human, okay? I'm just a human with a blocked nose, all right? <laughs> I still hope you guys enjoyed today's podcast episode because I'm talking about three mistakes that I've made with my YouTube channel and what I learned from them. Enjoy! Welcome to the Digital Diamonds Podcast, helping your business shine bright online. I'm your host, Laura. Very nice to meet you. I'm a digital marketer and online influencer, and I help ambitious business owners to create unique social media strategies and establish their brand online. So if you are a driven entrepreneur who wants to grow and monetize their following on social media without giving up valuable time in your business and private life, then this is the podcast for you. Hi, everybody, and welcome to a new episode of the Digital Diamonds podcast. So in this podcast episode, I will be talking about mistakes I have made on my YouTube channel and what I learned from them. Okay, so I'm actually super excited to be recording this episode because, you know, I personally don't really believe in mistakes and failures because I think that everything is a learning process and all of those so-called mistakes and failures actually make you better and you wouldn't be as good as you are now without those mistakes. So I truly believe in that you have to start with messy action, with imperfect action, even if you don't feel ready, even if you don't feel experienced enough, blah, blah, blah. You just simply have to start in order to become better because progress happens, especially with such hands-on things like YouTube through action and not thought. So you can't think yourself into being perfect. You can only try out things, you can test things, you can learn, you can do, and that will actually make you better. So I just wanted to share with you in this episode a few things that I could have maybe done better and that will help you along your way of, you know, starting a YouTube channel and growing a successful presence on YouTube. And, you know, just like generally, I am all about giving you as much advice as possible for your YouTube journey to make the YouTube journey as fun as possible, which is also why I wanted to share with you my new exclusive offer where you can work with me 101 for 12 weeks. <laughs> I basically will be your YouTube bestie. I will take you along your journey. I will pick you up from wherever you are now and I will really do my best to help you as much as possible. And I really do believe that when it comes to those hands-on things like YouTube, 101 support and 101 help is so powerful because 
I think that it's really, really important that when you go into one-on-one coaching that you actually get really, really great tangible results. So I will base this 12-week program on super hands-on workshops where you will go out of each workshop with a tangible result. So I don't know, might that be your niche statement or might that be a list of 50 new video ideas or might that be your new upload schedule? or might that be your new channel art like I'm really all about sharing everything I know from my own YouTube experience to working with big YouTube mentors to just watching you know YouTube videos on a daily basis and learning so much from that and if you are interested in that then I would love if you could reach out to me and I will also link my website below which has a lot more detail about this one-on-one coaching program so if you are ready to start a badass YouTube channel for your business then this is for you Anyway, without further ado, here are three mistakes that I made with my YouTube channel, what I learned from them and what you can learn from them too. So the first mistake I made or basically the first regret I have is that I started pretty late. So I really, really talk about this all the time. I really try to share my story as often as possible that, you know... I procrastinated starting a YouTube channel for at least five years. I bet at least five years. Like, I have been watching YouTube videos every single day for eight years, nine years maybe. And basically, since like I just first discovered this beautiful community, I was like, wow, this is for me. And I know that I want this, right? So... I basically started my YouTube channel like at least three times, but I always stopped my videos. I always deleted my videos because I was embarrassed and I was so afraid that, you know, people would judge me, that I would be the weird one in school, that people would make stupid comments that I didn't know an answer to and, you know, so many fears that I really had that held me back for so 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 long and you know how there's this common conception that if you start YouTube now it's too late like there are already so many big YouTubers and there isn't enough space for everyone to build this successful and beautiful YouTube channel which I think it's totally wrong and I mean I am proof for that like I started my YouTube channel a bit over a year ago and already back then like one year ago people said it's way too late to start a YouTube channel right and well my YouTube channel is growing every single day and I'm living proof that you can still start now and you know be successful on YouTube because there is so much potential and there are so many new people coming onto YouTube especially in the next few years but Anyway, not talking about that. Still, I do regret not starting earlier because I just did not follow my intuition. I did not, you know, really do what I wanted to do because I was so afraid of what other people think. And I know that so many of you are afraid to, you know, put yourselves out there on YouTube, on video 
photos and written, it's not as vulnerable as video. Video's really the most vulnerable content format of it all. And I know that so many of you girls face the same fears that I faced and that I am still facing. I don't believe that those fears really go away. You just have to find a way to accept your fears and then to, you know, do it anyway. And that's also something I talked about in one of my last episodes where I talked about how starting never gets easier. And even if you procrastinate your YouTube channel for two months, two years, it will still be hard it will still feel like you're not ready and you will still have those same fears so why not start now and I just want you to realize that yes by putting yourself out there on YouTube on video you become super vulnerable to negativity but this vulnerability this relatability this authenticity that no content format no social media platform can convey as much as YouTube and online video This authenticity will attract your dream clients and it will form those super strong, super beautiful relationships with your audience, with your customer, with your clients. And that's why it's so, so, so worth it to start a YouTube channel. And the lesson here um, with the mistake that I started quite late is that you will never feel 100% ready and the timing will never be 100% perfect. You just need to start. And if you want any more motivation and my thoughts on that topic, make sure you check out the last episode. I think it's like three episodes ago or something. I can't remember. (laughs) All about why starting never gets easier. The second mistake I've made with my YouTube channel is that I looked at others way too much. So as I already said, I love, love, love watching YouTube videos. Like I watch YouTube videos like TV. I don't watch any TV at all. I watch YouTube videos, right? Um, But sometimes, you know, as a creator, when you become super obsessed with consuming the content of others, basically of your competition, although I don't really believe in competition, but you know, if you become so obsessed with other YouTubers, you unconsciously start copying their style, okay? And I feel like there's also this really easy thought pattern, this really easy kind of trap that a lot of beginner YouTubers may think is that, okay, if it works for those bigger YouTubers if, you know, this font or this thumbnail or this music or this way of editing, if it works for them, if it brought them such a big audience, then it will work for me, for me as well, right? That is a thought pattern that I think leads a lot of people to copy bigger YouTubers because they think, oh, if I do it like them, then I will also get this amazing audience. But what you have to realize is that you can't outdo people at being them. Get this into your mind. You can't outdo people at being them because everyone is best at being themselves and if you want to you know be better um like someone at being them that does not work okay there's only space for one of us 
okay? There's only space for one of us and you have to find your own uniqueness, your own video style that will attract your own audience, okay? It does not work to copy others. It simply doesn't work because there's already someone there much more established literally doing the same thing as you are trying to do. That does not in any way, shape or form mean that there isn't enough space for every one of us on YouTube because it is. But it only is if you are able to find your own unique style and your own way of doing things. So it's true that if you want to be an innovator, you first have to be an imitator. <laughs> I know that's that's quite funny, but I mean, I believe that there is truth in that because You know, there isn't such a thing as, you know, being super original because everything already kind of exists in some way and we learn in the end um, by, you know, learning from others, right? So basically the lesson I have here is that I want you to really take the time and courage to experiment and try out different things and find your own style. Try out different music, try out different filters, fonts, ways of editing, short videos, long videos, sit-down videos, vlogs. Try out everything and then consciously document how you like it and how your audience likes it, okay? And really don't look at others too much because... You know, you are now stepping into the role of being a thought leader and being a role model and being an authority. So you want to bring out your own thoughts, your own uh, creativity, because people take inspiration from you. And if you just copy others, then that's not really your lessons that you are sharing with your audience and your gifts that you are sharing with your audience, okay? So my second mistake is that I sometimes look at others too much. I thought, okay, well, if I do it like them, then it will work. But if I try out something else, then it probably won't because no one has ever done it. So, you know, no one will actually like it, right? Wrong. You have to try out a lot of different things and... It might might take time to if you until oh my god <laughs> it might take time until you find your own uniqueness and your own way of doing things okay it does take time but you just have to keep going and don't copy others okay just don't do it and then my third mistake that I have made with my YouTube channel and this is definitely something you can learn from is that I did not do collaborations because I thought before I can collaborate with other YouTubers, I first need to have at least 1,000 subscribers because otherwise people will just laugh at my face and be like, why should I collaborate with you? Like, you have no audience yet. Oh my God, this is such a limiting belief. You can find awesome like-minded YouTubers so easily, right? And it's honestly one of the best ways to grow a niche audience it's so great and it's so fun and you should honestly collaborate as soon as you start your youtube channel because there will be other beginner youtubers okay and you can really easily connect with them either you know by searching your niche on youtube or by even going into facebook groups and looking if there are people in your niche and It's honestly such a great way to grow your channel because there's a lot of trust involved, okay? You are getting really quality people to your channel because, you know, if you collaborate with someone, the subscribers of that person trust 
your the person you're collaborating with and if that person says oh like go check out her the subscribers trust them so they will actually check out you because you know they trust them and that will be that will make it much easier for you to attract them to your audience as well and obviously if you are collaborating with someone who is in the same niche this audience will already be looking for the solutions that you are offering to their problem and you know you are already creating content that they love so collaborations are so powerful and the lesson you can learn from here is to really collaborate as often as possible with similar sized YouTubers, which you can again find on Facebook groups or just in YouTube search. And, you know, when you collaborate, I think you first really have to build a relationship. So just comment on their videos, comment on their photos, maybe message. Like, I really do believe in building like authentic relationships and the people I have collaborated with I honestly adore and I am messaging with them anyway so it's just like we are really friends so it's so cool for us to just collaborate so I don't want you to just collaborate for the numbers I want you to collaborate because it's super fun and you can learn a lot from it and um, also one ninja tip is to actually if you want to collaborate with bigger youtubers of course when you collaborate there must be a mutually beneficial you know benefit I suppose so if you are, ha are really really small and you want to collaborate with something who has like I don't know 10 times of the amount of your subscribers then okay if they want to that would obviously be amazing but your chances aren't as high as if you collaborate with a similar sized YouTuber. Um, but my ninja tip here is instead of collaborating with bigger YouTubers, create a tag and then tag them, okay? Tag them, that's such a good ninja tip because then um, if they want to and if it's really a video that fits into their channel, if they do the collaboration, they will still mention you in the in the video, right? Because you were the one who created the tag. So they will mention you. So you also get a shout out and you get people coming to your channel because that big YouTuber recommended you. So collaborations are super fun, super beneficial and you shouldn't be afraid to do them even if your channel is still small and is still, you know, not huge. Just do it, okay? Just do it. So those were the three main mistakes I have made with my YouTube channel. Again, those are all things that are super normal to do if you are doing the same mistakes or if, if you have done them that's totally normal and that's also why I'm sharing them with you just to say that you know I'm not perfect you're not perfect we are all learning from each other and we just have to support each other and I would love to support you on your journey as well so if you are interested in working with me exclusively one-on-one to be my YouTube bestie then I would love if you could check out the show notes check out my website um, and if you have any more questions just message me as always on Instagram and Facebook and yeah that's about it for this podcast episode I really really hope you guys enjoyed it feel free to leave me a review on iTunes and let me know what topics you'd love to hear more of on this podcast and yeah you will hear from me in the next episode of the digital diamonds podcast bye <laughs>